You never sleep anymore. <laughs> no, not often. It's because you're scared of me. <laughs> I am not scared of you, honey. I can tell when you're lying. I can feel it. You know I can. Pray with me. No, no, talk with me. What's inside of me? What is it? Rachel, just please pray with me, please. No more praying. No more lying. Tell me what you're not, Mom. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Will. And Lee is not here tonight, but we are we're taking on a new endeavor. We are going after the new the new series of uh, DC's Titans, which started in 2019. Um, They're actually in the middle of season four as we speak. Right. There's two episodes left. but so we've talking a little bit offline. You are already a couple episodes in. I've only watched one episode, but <laughs> as of right now, what are your thoughts so far? I think this is fantastic. Now, here bear in mind, I was the one who was really really excited about moving away from Disney. So maybe that has a lot to do with how I'm feeling about this show that it's it's not Disney, it's not inside that bubble, it's not Marvel, it's not Star Wars. So maybe there's a little bit of that going on. Other than that, I think this show is fantastic. Now, like you said, I'm further in you are. The more things go move forward with a lot of these characters, the more and more I like it. With one caveat that isn't a spoiler. I'm not giving anything away. Um, I don't know if it happens later in the series and I don't want to know. But as of right now, the show is supposed to be focused on the Titans. The show is supposed to be primarily focused on Robin. The problem with the character of Robin is there's always this looming shadow of Bruce. And it, 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 it doesn't bother me, but it's like, so Robin will do a thing and it's like, oh, I wonder where he learned that. Or he has some fancy gadgets. Oh, I wonder where he got those from. He's literally, and I don't know if you find this out in the first episode, I forget, but he's literally driving around in a Porsche. I wonder where he got that car from. It, it's just little things like that. How is he paying for all of these things that he's doing? I want, like, it's almost like the credit card in his wallet says Wayne. Like, that. that's kind of the feeling I get anytime I talk about or reference Robin, and it's really yep. apparent on this show. Um... I don't know if they introduce a Bruce character here. I don't want to know. I don't want there to be one. I kind of want I kind of want this character to go off and do his own thing kind of like he's doing and you get a feel for in the first uh in the first episode and as the story goes on it becomes more so. But that's 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 my only complaint. And if I'm saying that it's that's really good. I I love the show. <laughs> I love the story that they're telling. I think it's fantastic. No, I I watched the first episode so far and I'm I've watched it twice, once just for fun and once mm-hmm. for the notes. And I mean they obviously in the first episode they they heavily allude to Bruce cuz he's in Detroit. I love the fact that it doesn't take place in Gotham City. Yes. 
that that's, that's they, they reference yes. they reference Gotham City, which I'm fine with because it's in the same universe, right? But like he has in episode one, he has an issue with having a partner, and when he finally <laughs> talks to his new partner about it, he's like, "Well, you know, he had a problem. Like he, he would deal with things with his fists and." <clears throat> So I'm wondering that's, that's how he did that. And I now I'm afraid that I'm going to start doing that. But that's the thing, though, is he starts doing that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm wondering if this is a version of Batman that kills kind of like Frank Miller's Batman, like Frank Miller's Batman killed a lot of people. So I'm wondering if this is the version of Batman that he's thinking about. I wonder if. Yeah. And that, because that, there, there is the one scene in this where it's very it's very daredevilish almost. Yes. With the guy in the car. He gets very, he, get, he has no problems. This first episode establishes that this version of Robin has no problems getting bloody. So I'm wondering if he learned, learned a lot of that from Batman. And I'm wondering if this is a version of Batman that just got old and jaded and just started killing. Like for, you know, just because it was a means to an end. So I'm wondering if that, I, I'm curious to know if that's going to come up later on in the story. Because regardless of how you feel about Batman, Frank Miller's version was very very violent and i loved every i loved i loved it but i'm just it would be yes. really interesting if they brought that here and it would make sense because it's hbo so it does and i you know i i started watching it and i'm like titans like all i know is comedy central's teen titans yeah. and i'm like uh they got all the movies and it's so kiddish yeah and i started watching this and i was like nope <laughs> nope not at all <laughs> not even a little bit not even and close I am, i'm with you i don't know if it's because like this came out four years ago and i'm going how did we miss this i don't know how this didn't pass my radar i don't know how this like, didn't show up on my radar i i'm 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 thinking disney plus Probably. i'm thinking the whole i'm thinking because we got so wrapped up in Marvel, Star well, Marvel, yeah. Star Wars, um, Star Wars then because it was Mandalorians and we started doing, you know, our yeah. first podcast. Yeah. And it's like I this so far, the one episode I've watched is better than ninety percent of Marvel and Star Wars that I've watched on the on the on their on their episode their shows. Agreed. I think <clears throat> I I one hundred percent agree with you. I think because four years ago it would have been around the time that Lee and I first started doing this, and he was he was pushing Disney a lot. So I'm wondering if that was just like I was blinded by everything else that was going on. It has to be the case, but I one hundred percent agree with you. This so far has been fantastic. I, this is, this is amazing. So I'm curious to see how he feels about it. (laughs) Well, he, he already watched the first three episodes and he was like, "Eh, it's, it's DC doing DC. I'm like, really? Like I watched this episode when Robin has his fight in the alley. I was like this, you never, aside from like, um, what was the ones? With, uh, wow. It was the first rated R comic book movie. Daredevil? Um, Not Daredevil, um, Deadpool. Nope, before then. It was back in the early, nope, before, way before then. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Watchmen, Watchmen, yeah. So they did Watchmen, then they did, they did, um, they did, um, Deadpool, and they did Logan. 
And those are like the big ones that we know about that are like rated R. Mm -hmm. This feels a lot like Watchmen on that level where it's gritty, it's dark, it's violent, it's bloody, it's gruesome. It's right. Like, like you're seeing like shins get snapped. Like there's the one scene where he bashes the car window in and then he just rakes the guy's face. Oh man. It is. I'm sitting there going, that's gruesome. Like, yes. And then, (laughs) then he just, he, he kingpins the guy because kingpin and daredevil <laughs> like smashes the car door against the guy's head till it pops mm-hmm. off. He doesn't do that, but he basically just like pummels him. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's dead. I would imagine. I would imagine he did not survive this. <laughs> I would imagine he's dead. Um, but episode one, I'm already in love. Uh, like, uh, yeah, definitely. Al- this is already in love. Um, I, I, I'm I'm on the verge of like even aside from like Ahsoka Tana, if anything else comes out, like, you know what? Let's do I, this over that. I was thinking about how we're gonna do this. I I don't think you and I are gonna have any luck convincing Lee to like ditch some some Disney things that are gonna be coming in the future. But here's what I'm thinking: the next time we have a significant lull in between shows, we can just shoehorn the second season of this right in. I'm all yeah. for that. I am 100% all for that because this is fantastic. This is amazing. I cannot believe this passed my radar, but I'm glad that I'm, I'm watching it now. I'm, glad, is, I'm really glad that you recommended it because I would have never watched this otherwise. So thank you very much for that. I started watching it for like 20 minutes, like, I don't know, a year ago. And I was like, I got, I was like, yeah, this is Titans. It's going to be stupid. Like, this is Teen Titans. This is not Teen this Titans. Is not teen There's Titans a reason at why. All. There's a reason why it's called Titans and not Teen Titans. Um, it's incredible, though. I will say this to kind of jump back to Disney for a second. I hate doing this. Um, did you get the 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 video I sent you guys? The video you sent us. The YouTube video. No, I don't think so. So I just, it was like yesterday or something like that. Today is the. 29th of April. Oh, was so. it about uh, the reset, the, the Star Wars reset? <laughs> yeah, John Favreau basically apologized for for season three of Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. He apologizes for season three. Basically, re- we're going to reset with season four and with, um, it sounds like Ahsoka Tana is going to be rough in season, in episode, in season one, but he's going to do a, a the continued reboot in season two. Okay. So I'm like, cause he's like, Oh yeah. Epi- season four of Mandalorian and season two of Ahsoka Tana. I'm like season two. What did I say? What did I say? Um, um during our finale, I said, eventually there is going to be something that resembles time travel. <laughs> and I sent out the lyrics to back in time. I figured Lee was going to hit me back. Because we used to do that all the time. We used to send lyrics like that back and forth to one another in text. So I was like, so take me away. I don't mind. I figured he was going to, I figured he was going to respond, but he didn't. The, the jerk. Fu- Whatever. The but- funny, <laughs> the jerk. The funniest thing is they had, whoever, who was it that was help, helping write or direct? It was a writer that was helping write the show that they're like, we're not having her help ever again. 
Um, I have no idea who you're talking. I didn't look into it. I didn't care that much to be honest. Neither did I. But they they said that they're never gonna they're never gonna have her. They're not gonna have her help. He said that he said that John Favreau and um, Filoni are gonna be the only two with their hands on it moving forward. Okay, I I guess so. If I still that's think the it's case, a mistake. What do you think, mean? I, I think it's a mistake for to just have them too because they're taking too, way too much on their plate. You started to see glimpses of that in the second season of Mandalorian. You saw a little bit of that when it came to um to Obi Wan. You saw a lot of that when oh, you got Book of Boba Fett, and Book of Boba <laughs> Fett as well. Like you saw a lot of that, and I just think it would be better if they were like, okay, you don't have to. Like if like if you brought somebody in to help you write and it didn't turn out well and you want to let her go, that's perfectly fine. But you should still shop around for competent writers to kind of you know ease ease, ease a lot of what's already on your plate. Like it's right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that he's taking on the entire he's trying. John Favreau is trying to do with the Star Wars universe what Kevin Feige did with the MCU. Yeah. But you saw you saw but you saw Kevin Feige is starting to get like eh. Eh. Like, yeah, like you've lost it. We will have lost it. We will see what happens. But can we please get into DC? I am tired yes. of talking about Disney. Just did you is... ever think that you would ever say, let's start talking about Marvel and Star Wars and talk about DC? I wanted to like a year ago. <laughs> and Lee was like, no, no, no. We got to keep going with this. And we're going to you realize we have to fit in Penguin somewhere that comes out next year. 2024 but That's at fine. some point penguins getting stuffed in there of course and i is. can't i cannot wait if we're they put penguin. even if, if we get a drag lee kicking and screaming to do penguin we're doing penguin <laughs> but if they have the bat if they have batman the batman if they have joker one and two if they have penguin if they stick this somehow in this universe mm-hmm. it'd be awesome it would be fantastic dc would be, fantastic. Would be dc would be I would be on top again. So they brought in, I think they're, I think DC, and I, I'm not 100% on this. I think DC brought in James Gunn, the, um, the, uh, the writer, director. He was, he was the person behind the first um, two Guardians movies. Okay. So they, DC has brought him in, and they're making him the guy. So if they want to do that, and if he wants to fudge with the timeline a little bit, you know, age up Batman, age down Joker a little bit to make that fit. I am fine with that. Do whatever you want to do. Mess with the well, timeline even, all you want to. Even Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, oh, he could be 50, 60 years old that's what and I would mean. still be fine. That's what I he mean. He would still be fine. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I mean when I say if you want to fudge the timeline and you're going to make somebody younger or older to make that fit, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm more because than okay with it. <laughs> Because he's he's definitely not going to be the anarchist that Heath Ledger was. No, not at all. Not at all. He doesn't but, need to be. He's going to be more the. He's the psycho, it, and yeah. you can do that at an older age with the way he's the way he's doing things. He's not being some like acrobatic crazy. No, not at all. You could just make him a sixty-year-old lunatic cult leader, and that would be enough. It that would be would, fantastic. That's more than enough. Absolutely, It'd be fantastic. Ugh. But let's get into this. <clears throat> so the way I immediately fell in love simply with the way this TV show opens with this like debacled, creepy, spooky, 
circus tent with a few lights and a few arrows pointing into the entrance. Yeah. And this hooded character walking into it. And all you hear is the music of a lively circus. Yes. You're like, the music doesn't fit the scene, but yet the music fit the scene perfectly. It was, it was like, it doesn't fit, but it fits. It was, perfect. it reminds me, it, it reminds me of, you know, the circus from Batman 89. Yes. Like how it had the circus clown and the killers and everything. That's what exactly what this brought me back to. And I was like, this is a cool touch. That's, that's pretty yep. okay. We're off to a good start. And she's walking through, um, she's walking through the circus tent and the music's getting louder and louder and louder as she's mm-hmm. coming through each part. Then she gets to the main ring and she opens up the curtain and it's empty and it's just deserted. And I was like, I'm like, okay, at this point I was like, it's a dream sequence. It has to be, has to be. It's a, it's a common dream sequence trope. Like you can't get anything different than this, but then all of a sudden all the lights turn on and you have the flying Grayson's. And I thought that this was actually the way they did this was actually a really good kickback to um, Bat. Is it was it Batman and Robin or Batman Batman Forever when they introduced Robin? Right. Mm, I I don't know those movies all that well. <laughs> I'm gonna be Neither honest. Do I. I think it was Batman. I think it was Batman Forever where they introduced Robin. Okay. Trapeze bars, parents yes. falling. Yes. What I did appreciate is they didn't change the st- in the Batman movies. There's they the his Bruce's parents always die in an alley, but whoever there's someone different who always kills him. Yeah. In this, Dick Grayson's parents die the same way every time I've seen a movie or a show about how they die. They fall off trapeze. Yes. And they fall in the circus. That's I it. love how they yeah. just maintained that. They didn't change it. They left it. He's watching them fall. Perfect. Yes. I like yeah, it's, it, it's it really perfect. well done. Yes. So they are the flying Gracians, Gracians, Graysons. She's watching them. She's watching them. And the two of them fall to their death. She screams. And then she wakes up in real life, screaming in her bed. Okay. I don't know a lot about Titans and I don't know a lot about uh, Rachel Roth, but so far what I've learned about her character, this is an amazing character <laughs> through and through i am in love with this character she's fantastic well she's rave she's i think it's rave raven raven yes okay i like i said i don't know much about i don't know much about titan so this is this is almost my introduction to a lot of these characters i'm with you on a big part to that this is very like for dc like i know a lot of the dc stuff flash green arrow mm-hmm. this stuff though this is this is more this is not in my wheelhouse, but she plays this part well. Yeah. Yes. Her mom comes in to comfort her. <laughs> Every time her mom tries to comfort her, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, you're not even really trying. Not at all. <laughs> you can tell she's terrified. Oh, absolutely. We don't know, <laughs> we don't know why she's terrified yet. No, not so she, yet. <laughs> she calms her down. She tells she asks her to leave. When she leaves, Rachel asks her mom, "Lock the door." Um, 
<laughs> Rachel's the one who's demanding that the door be locked. I love this. I've never had a child or a kid or a teenager be like, can you lock my door from the outside, from the outside. as you leave? <laughs> you look on the outside of the room, there are deadbolts and there's a chain latch and everything. I'm like, wow, you're really making sure this door yeah, doesn't two or three. open. Right, and there's like 50 crosses all crosses over the all, door. all over the door. And then one of the crosses falls off and you're like, um, that's not a good thing. <laughs> what's going on? Like, uh, am I watching something like, is this like the exorcist? That's what I was. That was my exact thought. This is like the exorcist. This is <laughs> like, this is not DC. Like, this is not <laughs> DC at all. Like, DC is not supposed to be doing this. And then it goes to the open title scene. And I was like, that's just the opening of the show. Like, that was the first five minutes of the show, and oh, I'm yeah. already in love with this show. Oh, at this absolutely, point. absolutely. Already has my attention. Already has my attention. Something like this. Okay, so we watched Moon Knight. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Disney. If Moon Knight followed this kind of path with Rachel, but with him, it would have been a. Thousand t- the way they're doing Rachel and Raven, if they did Moon Knight with that guy, yes, it would have been a thousand times better. Moon Knight, Moon Knight was good. I still maintain that Moon Knight was a good show. They just, if you remember, they waited until the final scene of the season to introduce Jake Lockley, like the the the, the baddie, the killer, the one that doesn't care. If they had introduced right. that character first, back in right. And and just went through the whole thing of the three of those three personalities going back and forth between one another. That would that show would have been a much higher bar, right? But even here, like you're seeing her and you're seeing Raven sporadically throughout the episode. Yes, and you're like, ooh, and she's creepy. Y- yeah, she's <laughs> creepy. I'm like, if they did something like this with Jake Lockley. Through like even the first episode or two of Moon Knight, and then introduced him, and they kept it on this kind of a dark level, mm-hmm. and not so like bright and Marvel. Yeah, this the way this film, the way this TV show was shot, this is how they should have shot Moon Knight, and it would have been on a whole nother level. The the thing about Marvel is you always have to remember is their main focus, well not main focus, but their their top priority already is to balance everything with like humor you know they right. have to throw in like humor beats like almost like <laughs> almost almost like it's 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 a checklist like here is the checklist for the episode it has to have this much action it has to have this much dialogue it has to have this much comedy and it just it, it destroys certain stories i agree with you i just think jake lockley should have been introduced in that show way earlier way earlier I'm- but I'm still wondering if they're going to do an episode, a season two. They no sh- one knows. They, they should. They absolutely they should. To. But I, I don't care. But this cat, this, this woman, her name is um Tegan Croft. She's a fantastic actress. She is a fantastic actress. The way that she plays this character. And again, Perfect. I'm not, go- I'm not going to get into spoiler territory. She gets better as, as the episodes go on. Like her character growth on this show is fantastic. She is by you know far. She, she is by far my favorite character on the show. Really? So, yeah, she is by far my favorite character. I I like um what's his name Branton Br- Branton Thwaites. Thwaites. 
Thwaites, Dick Ran- the, Dick. The, yeah, the the guy who plays Robin. um Dick Grayson, he's good yeah. as Robin. He's but like I said before, there's this constant looming shadow of Bruce over him that I really don't care for. I wish they weren't doing that. So by you know just by default, my favorite character on this show is Rachel. She's fantastic. Right. She's fantastic. I love her. I love her. She reminds me the way she acts and the way she carries herself. Because she's 20 years old in real life. Mm-hmm. When she was playing this in 2019, she was about 17, 16, 17 years old. Wow. Because wow. she was born in 2004, I think. You see here. She was born in. No, it doesn't say. But she reminds me just the acting, the way she acts and how well she is for like a coming of age child actor. Mm-hmm. A lot like Bella Ramsey. Yeah. I have, the, I have the same feel with her as Bella, as Bella Ramsey was in, as Ellie. Like well, Bella Ramsey. I, I remember Bella Ramsey when she was on the fifth or sixth season of Game of Thrones and her character there was fantastic as well. Like she's just an overall great, great actress. I agree with you. This character is a lot. This this actress is a lot like that. She's. I really. I wish nothing but the best for the rest of her career. I really hope right. she's able to explode on on Hollywood on everything. Like just. I want. I she's want to see more of what she do. She's amazing. Even this girl, Tegan Cross, my Croft. I found it. She was yeah. born April twenty third, two thousand four. So wow. literally six days ago, she just turned nineteen. That's insane. <laughs> That's and she's fantastic. Yes. She's fantastic. Yes. Um, Here I am approaching 40. You're over 40. And <laughs> she's, she's hit the big stakes at 19 years old. Let me tell you. <laughs> what did I do wrong in life? I tell me about it. But. Um, so. The opening title scene happens. It just says Titans. One thing that I wasn't a fan of is before it even starts the show, it goes through the whole DC lineup where it does the DC symbol. Yeah. And it very much does what Marvel does. Yeah. Showing all the characters in action. Yeah. They got to find something that's them and not Marvel. They got to do something different. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's very Marvel. I agree. It's very Marvel. DC used to do the light on the DC symbol, which I was fine with. Yeah. This was way too Marvel. though. Yeah. Um, so, title scene happens. Even even back in the day, like back, you know, Batman and the other Batmans, and maybe there was even one or two, you know, DC products that came out in the early 2000s, it would just be the Warner Brothers logo that would like turn to black and white or it would fade or something like that. I'd be fine with something like just that simple. I would I wouldn't care at all. I thought what they did with that was pretty cool. Yeah. To go through every character in the DC universe is just a bit much. It's a lot. And there's a lot to be honest. I think there's a lot more DC characters than there are Marvel characters. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you would be right. You would, the one, the one credit I will give it what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. They got to find a different way to do the opening because showing all the characters is very, very Marvel. However, again, non-spoiler, the other opening titles are the same, but the characters are different. They, the, the characters that they show like in the Titans logo pertains to the episode that you're watching. So they do change oh, them from wow. episode to episode. So pay attention to that when you're watching. They do do that, which, do that. but it, but it's still very Marvel. I'll do that. So 
we shift over. There's a detective in the car. He's obviously on a stakeout. He's in Detroit. Yeah. And we don't know who would. What I love about this is they don't give away the character and who they are right away. Nope. They keep us in suspense a little bit. This is a detective in a car. We have no idea that it's Dick Grayson yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you're right. It could be anybody in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. I love how they keep you on suspense with a little bit of everything. And I love that they're taking their time with character building. They're not bringing in yes. 10 characters at once and then yes. boom. They're bringing in yes. two or three. And then they're introducing one. Then they're bringing in two or three, and then they're introducing one. I think that's that's how this, at least how this episode went. But they're doing it in a way where you're like, "Ooh, I want to know more about that character." Yes, I want to know more about that character. Yes, like you know, they're doing. Oh, so but you know what it is? It's ahead. HBO versus it's HBO versus Disney. Kind of. <laughs> that's so what it is. What I will say about this kind of storytelling, I love it. I love it when you have an episode that primarily focuses on one specific character. They don't try to divvy up the time between all of them. This started, and I could be wrong, maybe there was something in the 80s or 90s that did this, but my first recollection of this kind of storytelling ever happening was Lost. Anybody who's familiar with that show knows exactly what I'm going to talk about. Each episode was designed specifically for a particular character. Now, you would have other main characters kind of slip in and slip back out really like quick, briefly, but for the most part... Every episode was 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 built and written surrounding one character and one character only. You wouldn't have, you know, other storylines going all over the place, which is an amazing way to tell a story if you have multiple characters. I like that. And I like the way that this show is doing it as well. I agree with you. Yeah. It's You're doing a fantastic job. Fantastic job. Um we quickly find out he goes back to his office, he meets his new partner, and come to find out it's Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson, a.k.a. Robin. Robin. Um, they introduce him to his new partner. He wants nothing to do with her. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Everyone's like, she goes, what's his issue? And she, and his, his boss or someone is like, yeah, since he left his last partner in Gotham, um, he's, he's hurt over his last partner. Yeah. Quote, unquote, Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Just nobody knows it was Batman, which is which is fantastic. I mean, it's amazing. So it, it brings up a lot of questions. Um, was he a detective in Gotham? No, he wasn't okay, even in okay, Gotham. Okay, good. Like, <laughs> no, not not his not his boss. I'm talking about Dick Grayson. Like, was Dick Grayson a, um a, a detective or a cop in in Gotham, or did he just like TV show Gotham? <laughs> No, no, not he TV, was, like Gotham. Oh, like, in the city. Yeah, he was a he was a detective apparently in Gotham. <laughs> Quote unquote detective. Yeah. Okay. Quote unquote. Okay, sure. Because uh, I'm because I'm, I'm looking at this show and I'm like, if he was a okay, I'm pretty sure that they could just make a phone call, you know. And but no, who was this guy, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> who do he work with, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> It's Commissioner yeah, Gordon picks up the phone and just hangs up right away. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I think that would be great. What they're gonna do is they're gonna have Gary Oldman come in as a cameo of Commissioner yeah, Gordon. Sure. You know what? That would be awesome. I didn't like the show Gotham. I just it, it was Really? I didn't like the show Gotham. I didn't. I started it, off enjoying it the first season and then the second season. 
they brought Jada Pickett Smith into it, and then it yeah, just got I heard about that. Yeah, like they killed her off, and then they brought her back, and I was like, um, don't don't Disney this, <laughs> like don't. <laughs> if you're gonna kill somebody off, kill them off. Like Netflix did that with with Marvel when they killed somebody off, they killed them off. I'm willing to bet they're gonna do it. They brought kingpin into disney and they quote unquote killed him off no one saw it happen sure they did he's coming back in the next he's coming back in the next season yeah i could i Uh, I just i could not i could not get into gotham um what's his name the guy that plays gordon in gotham he bothers me like everything yeah his 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 acting bothers me i couldn't get into it i couldn't get invested in the character the the timeline really bothered me about yeah. just like how I'll young be- Bruce was in comparison to what was supposed to be like all of these other villains. Okay, so he's gonna grow up and he's gonna be the guy to take off. No, that, that, that it doesn't it doesn't work for Bruce me. Bruce should have been Bruce should have been a teenager. It, it, yeah, yeah. Like, Bruce should have been a teenager. They should have done that like they did Smallville, in a way. Yes, they should have done I that like- in the way that they did Smallville, and Bruce should have easily been like ten years older than he was on the show. Like make him mid teens. Even even like early twenties, he doesn't know what he wants right. to do yet. He's just watching a bunch of corruption. Maybe he what does a with, thing or two, but I just uh What they did with the ten seasons of Smallville is they brought in all the enemies of Superman, but they all made him twenty years younger, and they were Clark Kent's age. Fine, fine, absolutely fine, fine with that. Right. Doing it the way that they were doing it here in 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 Gotham, I don't know, I don't know. What bothered, I, I will, I'm going to say this, but Robert Pattinson would have played a better Gordon in that than the guy who played Gordon in this one. Maybe. Maybe. His partner, though, eh. he, plays on, he, plays on a, he plays on some sitcoms. Yeah. He was actually, I liked him as the partner. Like, he was psychotic. Okay. Uh, he was just crazy. Um, but I got like a, like a season and a half into it, and I was, what I really wasn't a fan of is Gotham had a long, they were long seasons. I'm actually used to this 10 to 12, yeah. 13 episode seasons. Breaking Bad really did that for me for like a good TV show. Mm-hmm. Like I know Disney has been doing it for a while, but when I saw Breaking Bad and how much they could, like Disney does 10 episodes and you get 10 episodes of fluff. You get 10 episodes of Breaking Bad and you get 10 episodes of Content. what did I just watch? Yes, absolutely. 100% That's what this, this episode gives me that feel. Yeah. Definitely. I'm like, definitely. A, I, I was watching, I was taking notes and I'm like, I'm a page, like a big thick page of notes in and I hit pause and I still had 33 <laughs> minutes of TV left. I was it's like, nuts. it's nuts. It's nuts. The There's way they're able lot. to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's another like thing right too. Now we ju- like right now, we just got past the title scene. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. To, there's a lot to. There's a really. There's a lot to sink your teeth into with something like this. And I also. That's another. That's probably another thing that turned me off about Gotham was just how long each season was. I was like, this is a massive time commitment. I yeah, watched the first couple of episodes. I can't. I'm sorry. No. I'm turning this off. Lee was mad at me for so long for not getting into Gotham. I was like, dude, I no, I can't. I can't it's too do much. It. It's a lot. If they did this, like, 
Back in the early 2000s. I tell you what, if we ever if we ever make it big and we're getting paid for this and somebody wants to come along and plop down a chuck full of money for us to talk about Gotham, then we'll talk about Gotham. <laughs> I, will, I will suffer through it all day long. I'll suffer. Absolutely. And I'll do it. Well, back to this. I wrote down alarm meds with wine. Oh, Rachel's mom, quote unquote, wakes up to an alarm yep. clock, turns it off, yeah. takes some sort of medication and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. chugs down a glass of wine to take it with. What a way of waking up in the morning. She's Meds with wine. She's, <laughs> she's not doing well at all. She lifts up her shirt and she has these like cuts on her side. I am mad about this. We don't know where they came from. Oh, unless they're from Rachel. I'm guessing they're from Rachel. That would be my only guess. Yeah. They don't tell you where they came from. Nope. But I'm kind of okay with that. I think it's heavily implied they're from Rachel. That's why I'm kind of okay with it. It's heavily implied they're from Rachel. And I'm okay with it because I'm okay with it because it's the it's a subtle way of explaining why she's so afraid. Why why right. is mommy so afraid of you? So I yes. You know what you know what this is not? This is showing you Something that happened. What it's not is an entire episode of a doctor <laughs> gets his brain wiped, and then we don't see him ever again. Never again. Never again. I, uh, it talk took, about a wa- like a waste of time. So by <laughs> by your notes in the episode, we're what ten minutes in. We've already established that Rachel's messed up. Mommy's messed up. Mommy's afraid because Rachel's abusive. We we got all of this <laughs> in the first ten minutes, and we don't need to know anything more. We can anything move on else. with her character. It's I yes, absolutely, absolutely. I love this. <laughs> you come in. Rachel's having coffee in the morning. You're thinking nothing of it. Her mom's like, "You need to quit drinking coffee." She goes, "You need to quit smoking cigarettes." And she goes, "I did quit." No, you didn't. Okay, I will quit. Okay, like, what, like, what's, where's the negotiation going here? <laughs> like, like, your next word should be, okay, I haven't quit yet, but if you quit coffee, then I'll quit smoking cigarettes, or I'll quit if you do that, you know. I'm really curious, I'm really curious, because I don't know, I, I wish I knew more about DC. I wish I had the knowledge of DC that I kind of have about Marvel. Because I'm wondering exactly when Rachel was, the character of Rachel was created. So Teen Titans was what? Early 2010s, whenever that was, I don't yeah. know. But it, it, on the surface, this feels like DC's answer to Phoenix. And I'm just wondering when like, the concept of Rachel was created in comparison to, you know, Phoenix yeah. was created back in the 60s or whatever. So it, I would be really interesting because it, it's very Phoenix vibes. Only I love this character a lot more than I loved Phoenix, especially the movies. Like that was a complete joke. This right, this she's dark is, here. She's she's dark here. We find out that she got some kind of split personality that 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 comes out and does things, and she's telepath. Well, telepathic, tele, telekinetic, telekinetic. Te- she can make things move. No, telepath. Oh, no, no, she's telepathic too because she even has that line like, "You can't lie to me," or "I know when you're lying." So she's 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 oh, got yes. that she's got that that mental thing going on. I, I I have nothing bad to say about her. So no, I love so far in this one episode her character growth is 
fantastic. Like it's fantastic. It's it's a 50 minute episode, but it's 50 minutes of an episode. Like yes. Yes. What? Yes. So she's still telling her mom that she's scared. Her she's like, "Are you scared of me?" And her mom's like, "I'm not scared of you." She's like, "Yes, you are." Then she sees you see her reflection in the table. Yeah. And you see Raven come out yeah. for a split second for the first time and you're like And if you don't know the characters, you're probably going, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> yeah. What is going on? This is crazy. Um Rachel is asking her mom what is inside of her. Her mom kneels down and just wants to say the Lord's Prayer. She is terrified. She, you can see it on her face. Rachel just wants to talk, and her mom's like, no. Like, no. We're so, not talking. We're not having a conversation. Let's just pray. It's, it's so twisted so and here, dark. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I understand that you and Lee are religious. I respect everybody's, you know, choices. I personally am not. But you have to admit, what is prayer going to do in this situation? It's it's really not the time. <laughs> no, the way that they're portraying this is like, it's like, no. Like, first of all, whether you're praying for somebody or if you're counseling somebody, if that person is saying, I need to talk with you, you stop and you talk with them. Yeah. It'll probably help her calm down. A little and bit. not go spastic. This girl, she's 15, 16 years old, and she is on the verge of a psychotic episode. Yes. I haven't, I'm not six episodes in. All I want to know, yes or no, does full Raven come out? I'm not telling you. You're going to have to find uh. out for yourself. I will never do that. So I did, I did do some research, and I'm probably going to do this a lot for, for something like this because I'm so interested. So Raven's first appearance was in DC Comics number 26, October of 1980. So, wow. So this, this character oh, she's has been around for a long she's time. She's been around for a while. And, I, and just because it happened in 1980, I still feel like it's DC's answer to Phoenix. Oh, definitely. So it, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. And going back to what you were saying before, you're absolutely right. When you have the girl and she's there clearly having a hard time, and, mom, we re I need to talk to you. We need to figure some things out. Things aren't great right now. I got to go to work. Uh, okay. Sure. Sure. Bye. <laughs> um, her mom leaves the house and the neighbor outside, this guy, he I'm going to call the cops if your daughter doesn't stop screaming in the middle of the night. And I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. yeah. But what? Yeah. <laughs> I would walk over and just wail on him. Like, bro, dude, shut up. My daughter has chronic nightmare. She's obviously not just having chronic. Okay. First of all, if my daughter was having nightmares like this, I would have her checked out. <laughs> Probably. I, I wouldn't know. I, yeah. Like, what? What is going on? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, if your daughter, a human, yes, there, there are things that you can do. Rachel, something else, is what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm telling you, this right here is, I'm, I'm telling you, if we got this with Moon Knight, Moon Knight would have been Fantastic. on a whole other level. Fantastic. Whole other level. It was good. It would be on a whole other level. 
Um, she's on the bus. Kids start getting in a fight, making fun of her, calling her names. The quarterback defends her. Don't know why it doesn't go anywhere. I don't know why that happened. Because in that school, he ignores her. Yeah. But whatever. Because he's one of the cool she's, kids and he can't. Yeah, I and, get it. And she's the outcast. It's high school nonsense, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It doesn't go anywhere. It just, it, it just portrays how high school is. Well, so, it, it, it can't I, go anywhere. <laughs> we'll get to why, but it kind of. Right. Things happen. <laughs> um. Then Rachel comes home from school. She's walking through the house looking for her mom. Mom, where are you? She can't find her. All of a sudden, her mom comes out from the back room with some creepy dude behind her. And he's like, not your mom. And she's like, what do you mean? He goes, tell her. So she goes, I'm not your mom, but I do love you. Full on freak out. (laughs) Full on. She's losing it. She starts to go walk towards... Rachel and the guy just caps her in the back of the head. Yep. What? We're getting this ball rolling really quick. I was not expecting it right Neither away. Neither was I. I was not expecting this to happen. Not at all. It blew. Well, it blew her mind, but it blew my <laughs> mind too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is going on? This I do appreciate how that she, when, when stuff is happening, Raven is talking to her in her reflection. Yeah. Like, they're lying. This isn't the truth. Do this. Do that. Like, it's a good way of showing both characters without showing, without having to do a back and forth switch up. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was visually, aesthetically pleasing. And I do like how Rachel is terrified of Raven. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that yeah. motif. I love how they're, they're, they're terrified of Raven, it's fantastic. But yeah, I was not expecting mom to get capped within the first 20 minutes of this. I, But you know what? I'm not mad at it because it gets her on the move. Where she needs to go. Where she, it gets her to where she needs to go. Now, now, like, not your mom. I'm not your mom, but I love you anyway. It's a really sad moment, and it's, an, it's emotionally impactful. But at the very least, it gets her out of that house, out of this town, and, like, on her journey. Like, we're not sitting around for three or four episodes so she can decide whether or not she goes out on her own or not. Like, immediate, or, or, we're going. It's, you mean they're not going to wait until the season finale post-credit yeah. cut yes. scene before yes. they introduce They're not the going to wait until the season finale for her to, <laughs> I'm going now. And that would have been, no, this is perfect. This the way that That's this whole exactly thing what was they did amazing. With, I'm going to continue to refer her. I know you're using Phoenix, but... I get For what me, you mean. I get she's what you mean. Moon Knight. I get what you mean. Yeah. And it's if they if they if they did this with Nick Lock, with uh, with Lockley in episode one or two yeah. of that, it would have gotten the same feel as this. Yeah. And I would have appreciated right. it. You're absolutely a thousand right. times more. Um. Grayson is on another stakeout because he was in the second beginning. He's watching the same guys as earlier. Is this? I got confused. Is this the same guy that just killed her mom? No. I don't think so. A lot of bald bad guys in this episode. Two or three bald bad guys. There's like three bad guys in this episode. There's a lot of bald, yeah. Four bad guys in this episode. And they all die. So, 
They all die. You have the guy with the car. You have the guy at the very end. You have the two guys that the other girl kills. Like, bad guys galore, and they all get wasted in this episode. Like, in spectacular fashion, too. Like, spectacular fashion. It's fantastic. I don't know. See, here... Okay, so I don't know exactly what Dick Grayson is doing here. I don't know why he's on the stakeout. I don't know. I, I like I'm I'm kind of in the dark here, but no, that was not the guy that just wasted uh, right. Raven's mom. No. Well, he's he's chasing this guy who is a sex offender, I believe, because he was going through the file in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. and he's going through the file again, and he's watching him, and then it's night, and they're in the alley. Mm-hmm. And you think they're doing the drug deal and they're passing drugs through bags of stuffed animals, yes. um, stuffed teddy bears. Yes. Um, then. I, yeah, in comes I, I could have done without this line of dialogue. They think it's Batman. I, I said that I said income. And he go, they go, where's Batman? Where's Batman? They go, little birdie is alone. <laughs> Real. Like, I understand why they're trying, they are trying to separate, if they separated Robin from Batman in episode one, and I don't know if they continue it, I would be fine with that. If they continue the whole Batman trope throughout the season, then it gets old. Well, you kind of, that's my problem with Robin, is no matter what I've ever read about Robin or seen Robin, Batman's the shadow, Batman's the shadow that Robin is consistently in. Right, and I can, I'm okay with, like, when, when WB did Supergirl, the show was around Supergirl, and they brought in Superman every so often. I, I, Obviously, he's the, she's, she's going to be in his shadow, but you weren't constantly made aware of it. No. If, if, if they did that, in, if they do that in here, I'll be okay with it. If they don't, but... See, he was, it's always been Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like separating those two is, but in Teen Titans, though, Batman was never around. So Batman was never around. I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just wishful thinking. I don't think it's going to be possible because like I said, you're, he's, you know, his backstory, you know, where he came from. And despite the fact that he wants to get out of Batman's shadow, this, which is, the, I mean, the re, we got it here, the reason why he goes to Detroit, despite the fact that he wants to get out of his shadow, yeah. he's, still, he's still using all of his toys. So it's like, you can't escape, you cannot escape that, sh- you can't do it. It's too big. Right. That, it's too big of a shadow for you to get out, get out from. Like, unless you, like, go it's off Batman. and, like, learn, learn everything on your own. Which he does, I don't, I, I don't know. It's always, it's, I don't want to harp on it too long because it's always been my problem with Robin and I'm probably always going to have that issue. But they, I, I wish, I'm with you. I wish the show had a way to completely separate the two. Like I would have been perfectly happy if there wasn't even a reference. It would so, be difficult because he was his yeah. sidekick for, I mean, it goes back to Adam West Batman. Yeah, Robin's always been by his side. Yeah, I know. I know. Not until Titans has Robin been on his own. Till Teen Titans. I'm fine with. I'm. I'm. I'm more than fine with him being on his own. It's just when you look at Robin the character, you you. There's no. You're you're thinking Batman the entire time. What I, but what I do appreciate with this, and I've only watched the first episode. 
one of his struggles through this whole thing is he's trying to escape yes that and he can't but you're you're trying to escape that but you're wearing a doing costume, everything he did doing everything he did you're using a costume that he made for you we had a discussion before on whether or not you know this version of batman in this universe is violent or not in his old age you we see robin getting really bloody and not to mention like i said the money the car the toys you're trying the Porsche got from Bruce Wayne. That's of Bruce course. Wayne's Porsche. Of course. Like, <laughs> he's a circus clown. He can't he can't afford it. Of course. Like, you're of not course. buying that car. <laughs> but it's just like, but that that goes to my point. Like, it goes to my point, like, okay, you're here, you're in Detroit. You're really mad at your ex-partner for reasons. You're trying to get from under the shadow of Batman. But everything about you still screams Batman. I, I, okay. Okay. Sure. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. If they, if they make this, if, if they make it a co- like a constant struggle for him and it's just becomes part of like his like fight and it's struggle and it's a back and forth and they do it well, I'll be okay with it. I'll be okay with that too. I'll be okay with that too. Yeah. If they make it where it's like, oh, and then come like three episodes in, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to like every other common thing. I'm just going to accept who I am and go along with it. No. <laughs> but the thing is, though, or is if you get a or, scene where it's like, I don't know what to do. I have to make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. If, he, if we, if there's a phone call, like episode eight or the season finale and Batman comes in because he makes a phone call to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I need your help. I, I'm in way over my head. I need your help, please. What would be great is he makes a phone call and then, um, what's his name? Alfred shows up. Yeah, right. And gives him some advice. That would be funny. Um, where are my notes here? Uh, they had the big fight. I love his bow staff, how it's a speed, it's a night signal and it opens up and it just knocks the two guys out because yeah. it expands. Yeah. And he takes that and he breaks the car window open and then takes the guy's face crushes it against the windowsill with the broken glass and then just drags his face across. You know, I watched it and I was like, the first guy where he bashes his face against the brick wall and then rubs it down the brick wall. That looked like, I'm like, um, this is painful. He stabs a guy in the leg with the knife and then Mm -hmm. breaks the knife off in his leg. Mm -hmm. You see a couple, legs get broken in half you see the guy's face get smashed against the wall you see this guy and he tells him he's like if you do this ever again i'm gonna kill you then he immediately rips him out of the car and proceeds to wail on him yeah he's curb stopping him basically he's beating him with his bow staff the the guy can't be alive i doubt this guy he can't be alive (laughs) i don't think so i don't think this guy is alive so, yeah. If they pull a Ted with this one, I'm going to be so mad. If they pull a Ted with this, where everyone thinks he's dead, and then four episodes later, he's in a, he's in a, he's in a, a <laughs> hospital bed with a thing on his neck holding him up. I'm like, no, I'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Things aren't this well is, with these. Th- oh, my God. Things, aren't, things are not well with these characters so far. Like, this is, yeah. 
yeah i will say this though we've been we're talking a lot about like bruce and things i will say that i am kind of curious what happened to split them up to make robin go his own way to sour robin on batman i'm very curious to know i'm very I'm, i'm even i'm very curious to know if this version of whoever batman is in this world is you know killing in gotham i'm i'm very curious about all these things because it, it begs well, the question back in this episode so I, we did get a quick flashback in this episode so mm-hmm. i wonder if they're going to do flashbacks to fill in that backstory from I, when he left and why i really hope so i really really hope that they do it would be i cool. really hope that they do i want to i want to know more about this because if i mean if it's it's kind of it's kind of weird even if Batman is murdering people, it's kind of weird for Robin to then up and say, I can't do this anymore. I got to be out. But then he goes to Detroit and just starts killing bad guys. It's like, okay, what, what, why? But yeah, it's... I love, I love how he talks to his partner and he's like, yeah, I left because he was trying to solve problems in his own way and he was doing it with his fists. And I left because I was turning into the same guy. Duh. Uh, the <laughs> night before you were that guy. You were that guy. <laughs> you were that like... guy, sir. This this, um, this this man is dead. So I mean, yeah. So the next day, Grayson's dressing his wounds. He's cleaning off his suit. He's wiping off the blood from all of his Robin stars. Eh, Batman has his little bat wings that he throws. Yeah. Robin has the Robin stars. Yeah. Like, eh, a little cheesy, but whatever. I'll go with it. But it's just um, it's so more. Far, of, it's the cheesiest it's, thing. It's more of this. Well, it's more of same for me like you can't get out of batman's shadow clearly this is one of his toys that you are using so it's like you you're you're stuck there so oh yeah i get it all the stuff that he has there batman bruce wayne made for him every Uh bit of it um puts on his work suit heads back into work yeah my question i want to know actually this is my notes why did robin come to detroit we don't know why we don't know what happened. We don't know where, why he's here. We don't know why he left Gotham. We yeah. don't know any of them. Nope. Would love to know. I want to know. I would love to know. Would love to know. I, I want to know. As much as I want this show to be about these characters, to be about the Titans, to be about Robin, to be about Raven and other con- characters that are introduced, I also, I, I am very curious to know what drove Robin away and what, what Bruce is up to. I, I, right. I want to know this. Rachel then hops a bus to Detroit. Now we see all of a sudden all these characters starting to come together. You know who did a really good job with this? They did three or four seasons of it. The first season was the only good real season of it. If you're going to say heroes. (laughs) I was going to say heroes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Heroes, the first season did really, really well. Mm Mm-hmm. Very much like Lost, where every episode was based on a character, and yep. then all of a sudden, like halfway through, they all, or two thirds of the way through, they all come together yeah. for the common cause. Fantastic. It got, mm-hmm. it went sideways after they killed off Peter and then brought Peter back in season two. Like, no, I yeah. hate that. Yeah, there were I'm mistakes tired. made. I, I'm tired of that, that, you know, we're afraid to actually kill characters off. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. It's like, it's like if Disney goes, we're going to make a Braveheart 2 and bring William Wallace back. Like, sure. What? That makes a whole lot he of sense. Go, yeah, but they brought Loki back four times. Yeah. 
They do. So I'm I'm with you. I go a step further than that though. Um, and I said this to Lee, and I've only ever seen it done <clears throat> properly once. If you're going to do the resurrection, I want it to cost something. I don't want it to just to be, oh well, we you know, we want to bring this character back and yay. No, I want this to mean something and cost something. Kind of yes. like the way they did with Gamora. Yes, they brought her back, but you know, what's his name lost the love of his life. She remembers nothing. So they, they gotta move forward from there. I I I will swallow that. They brought her back to life, but it cost something. That should be I think it should be that way with every character that they want to resurrect. That was my jumping off point with heroes. <laughs> So I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there were certain characters, like when they had, what's her name, the cheerleader who could not die. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine. But, <clears throat> like, the way the first season of Heroes was really good, then they did second season, it was kind of iffy, and then the third season happened, and you have, like, the whole circus scene. The guy who was in that as the main villain, though, who also played on um, Prison Break, Mm-hmm. Season yes. two and on of Prison Break. Yep. He was fantastic. The rest of the season, though, like with the whole circus, was dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. What I'm I appreciated out of it is instead of just taking this, Heroes should have been a one season thing, like con- yeah. confined to one season because it fit into this whole comic book. All these things happen. These like 12 characters fit to make this one thing happen. And then all of a sudden, these like mutant people are all over the world, yeah. and they're everywhere. And that's where it went sideways. Like, yeah, I loved the fact that it was only a handful of people, and there was this rich group of people that knew what was going on, and that was it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Then it went sideways. Yeah. If they do stuff like that with this, come season two, I'm gonna not. I'll be mad. I kind but of agree. I kind of agree. I don't think from what I've seen. When H- Have you ever seen Oz on HBO? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the guy in the prison? Yes. In the wheelchair? Yeah. What? <laughs> I loved that show. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. It's just... Okay, it's a it's a, a weird a show to bring up while we're talking about Titans. We, reason why I bring it up is I'm trying to I'm trying to point the finger back to HBO. Okay, when HBO gets their fingers on something, yes, do they have it? It's it's more gritty. There's in a lot of cases, there's a lot of nudity, there's I, language, mm-hmm. but it's it's the story, the story writing, the film, the the um the direction mm-hmm. is always top notch. I have yet to come across an HBO show that I didn't like. Every, almost everything that HBO has done, I've found some kind of appreciation for. I've never... Girls, I, girls, girls. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. HBO, they, HBO knows how to curate you know, the content and the quality. They, they're really good at that. Although Wait, was it HBO? I think HBO passed on Breaking Bad. So do you know? Do you well? They started on episode one and then they flipped. But AMC does a good job too. Yes, they where do. Where AMC and HBO do a good job is they don't try. This is where Marvel. When this is where Disney took over from Star Wars and Marvel. Is they're trying to capture every audience? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. 
stop. You can't please everybody. What made for Marvel, what made um, Deadpool so good was it was outside of that. It was stripped straight from the comics. He was every bit of what Deadpool was in those two movies was every bit of Deadpool from the comic books. And it was Ryan Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds. Perfection. Perfect. Perfection. Absolutely. But they, but they didn't try to, they didn't try to capture every single audience. They captured a specific audience group and that was it. This right here for Titans they're capturing, they're going after one group of people. Yes. They're going after the hardcore comic book people that want to see grittiness, that want to see a- true action. They mm-hmm. want to see when someone dies, someone dies. When they, yes. When bad stuff happened, bad stuff. Like, it, it's, it's fantastic. It's so much better. Um, Agreed. Agreed. And we're yeah. still only halfway through this episode. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with this conversation going for as long as it has to. No, oh I've, my I, God. And, and again, I have yet to come across something from HBO that I didn't thoroughly enjoy. The last two seasons of Game of Thrones? <laughs> no. the prequel season they're doing right now? Uh, something about dragons? Yeah, they're, they're doing a couple of those. And um, they're doing, well, they're doing this, uh, uh, a storyline out of Dance of the Dragons. Well, they're doing the Dance of the Dragons, which is this massive Targaryen war that's going on. And it wasn't, it wasn't even based on a book. It's based on a, a couple of short stories. It's actually based on a short story that's out of this other book called Dangerous Women. And the, uh, the, um, the title of it is Dance of the Dragons. But they're telling this, 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 this arc of this, this massive war that takes place inside of a single family for, you know, control of the throne over the, the kingdom and everything. I, and I'm, I really enjoyed what that was. Like, right. It's, well, for, for the only reason why I couldn't get into Game of Thrones I have no problems with gore and violence I can, in, a, yeah. in a movie like this. I have no problems with language to a degree. Where, it, And if there's a movie like Braveheart, like they live where there is a scene mm-hmm. of like, you know, the nudity happens, like the end of they live. It's not even really new. I mean, it's nudity, <laughs> but it's really not. It's, just, it's a big joke. You're like, what is this? Game of Thrones, though, is just basically... Fantasy action mixed with softcore. Yeah, that—that's where it goes sideways yeah, for me. I, and I, can't I would. Do that. I'll agree with you. It's not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones in that aspect is not for everybody. I will say this: right. the books are a lot better because the author of the books, George R. R. Martin, he is really bad at sex scenes. Like you read it and you're just like, there's nothing appealing or alluring about this at all it's almost sad when you read it on the pages they didn't do that in the show in the show they did it they they did it to be gratuitous and that's one of the big problems that people have with game of thrones and i admit that the first few seasons it was sex just for the sake of sex because of hbo i did not particularly like that because there was a lot more interesting stories that they could have told out of those first few books that they didn't tell they left a lot out of the original story that should have been in the like they they made a lot of mistakes like that i'll admit to it i think, the, I think the best part about the whole show is introducing sean bean and then killing him killing him off <laughs> yeah go figure go yeah figure. go figure that sean bean dies sean bean dies imagine being like known in hollywood as the guy who dies in everything oh, you play oh, in man yeah 
So guy. Rachel helps the bots to Detroit. She gets there. She's in a soup kitchen. Some lady comes over to her and, you know, wants to quote unquote help her out. Yeah. This lady, I don't know where if this goes anywhere. This lady is sketchy to me so far because she's like, come with me. I want to help you. She brings her down this back alley. Nope. All I wrote in my notes is it's a trap. It's a, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a trap. She gets down there. She's given her this whole sap story about when she was a kid. And then magically in this back alley, there is a car running mm -hmm. waiting for her. Yep. The whole time you see yep. puddles in the ground and you see Raven talking to her saying, she's lying. Run. run. Yeah. So she turns around and runs. Of and this course lady she does. Just, this lady just slow walks back. Come back here. And she throws a rock at a police car mm -hmm. to get arrested. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Like Absolutely. she knows what she's doing. Absolutely. I also and this like lady just calmly just calmly watches her walk away. And she's like, Rachel, don't leave. How does she know her name? Good question. Rachel That's never a told her her really name. Really good question. Wow. I did not think about that when I was okay. Yeah, you're right. She never told her her name. You could say, oh, through conversation off screen. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. We could go Lee's way. Maybe there's a deleted scene. scene. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. You're no. right. You're right. This How is, did this she is know her name? Important part. How did she know her name? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's important. That's really important. Is she in is she in other episodes? Don't no, don't tell me. I'm not don't tell me. Tell you. I'm not gonna tell uh, you. I think I, I but I, I will say now that you bring that up, um she's I think it's, I, this scene services two things for me. One, she's being followed. How else would, how else would you know, girl know her name? She's being followed. That's number one. Yep. Number two, she's so scared of Raven that she completely ignores her when, you know, in, in the mirror or the store window, the puddle, like leading up to the car. Because even before they turn the corner and she sees the running car, Raven is talking to her. This is this is she's lying to you. Run. And then she turns the car and sees the corner and sees the corner. The corner. She turns the corner and sees the car. Sees the car. Oh my God. But it's just it goes to show how she is terrified of Raven. And it's 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 wow. She doesn't even want to listen, even when there's like clear and present danger right here. And she's Raven is clearly trying to get you out of the situation that you've gotten yourself into. So and right. but she just won't listen. And I, yeah, fine. So I, I will say this. I'm going to go back to Moon Knight. Ugh. I don't know why, but remember in Moon Knight when like he would black out and then all the guys would just be like dead. Dead. Yes. And you're like, what happened? And we don't know. Like, <laughs> like we still don't know. They better not do that with Raven. I really like, hope they episode, don't. In this episode, Raven comes out for like a split second and does what she does at the very end. I want to see Raven go ape on somebody. Yes. Yes. Like, Absolutely. I want to see Raven come out and do what Raven does. Absolutely. I agree with 100% with you. What, what, they, what, they, what they skipped out on Phoenix, what they skipped out on Moon Knight, what yeah. they skipped out all these things, I want to see Raven go mental yes. on. Because that's what she is. And yeah. if they build up all of this and then don't do that, oh. What a letdown. I 100% agree with you. I do not want to see any blackouts. I don't want to see, like, cut scene, next scene, dead bodies. I want to see everything. I don't want and that. They, to, yeah. 
they do a small portion of that in this episode, but I want to see it full on. Yeah. Like I want to see her manifest Raven to the fullest. 100%. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, the cop comes and takes her away. Um, she's in the, the holding room at the police station. Grayson comes talk is talking with his new, with his new partner. I actually wrote shocker. He's actually talking to his partner. Um, Rachel gets dropped into Grayson's lap. Basically they're talking in the inter- interrogation room. She knows him from her dream. Yeah. He's the boy from the circus. Yep. He is totally confused and beside himself. <sighs> okay. This, this is kind of tropey. Cop that doesn't listen the cop that's like, well, everything that you're saying is true and everything that you're saying is checking out. I just don't know how this is at all possible. I got to go away for a minute. Like cop that doesn't listen, cop that thinks they know everything. Like it's, it's a little on the tropey it's side. Tropey. It's a little tropey. It's a little tropey right here. Um, it's only I so what could happen could happen. I understand that. I'm just saying right. it's, 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 it's especially for Robin. Like, especially for, like, Robin, everything that he knows and everything that he's probably seen and what he does in his extra, you know, curricular activities, he, sh- he, he should be more willing to listen to something that sounds absolutely insane. He should be, he should be more than willing to listen to her and what she I says. Might, the only way I would forgive this, because I agree with you, but the only way I forgive this is hearing something shocking is one thing. Hearing what happened to you from 15 years ago from a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, she was probably, like, just born or barely a lot, like, yeah. not even born yet when he lost yeah. his parents. He, he's probably a little, like, like, going, how the heck were you at the circus then? Right. I, eh, eh. I, I would be... Eh, that would be the only way I could forgive it. It's not a big issue. It's just, it. You, I think you're right. Your first response. They they do this here so they can set up what happens with her next. Like I understand that. I'm just saying, you're you're Robin. You've been around crazy and insane things. You 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 you've been you've been with Batman for the longest time. <laughs> really, you, you, you were in that Joker. mansion for we don't know how long. You've seen a lot. You've probably done a lot. I'm just saying, like, he should have been, like, the one person in this police department to actually sit down and say, okay, what are you talking about? Like, this is a conversation that needs to happen, and he just gets up and leaves. Let's dive into it. (laughs) But we leave with him very confused. Mm Mm-hmm. Total change of scenery now. We're inside of a car. Mm-hmm. The alarm is going off. Mm-hmm. You see this girl with crazy eyes and hot pink hair. Her yep. name is Corey Anders as yes. the character. Yes, it is. Never heard of this character before. Have no idea I. who it is. I like the fact I have no idea who this is because I have no, no sense of the storyline. I can't compare to anything. All I know is she's in this car. The airbags have gone off. And there is this guy bloodied very, at the steering wheel. Very bloodied. And she's out of the car. She gets chased by these other, this other car that comes up. 
she ends up in a like a gas station or a bathroom of some sort at a gas station and she's going through all of her stuff she has no idea who she is jason bourne yeah very much <laughs> jason bourne very much she so, knows martial arts. She mm-hmm. knows all these languages. She has yep. a dozen passports. Yep. Has no idea who she is. None. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Jason Bourne. So a little backstory on her, and I'll probably do this for the other characters that we meet later on. Um, her name is Starfire, and she was introduced in the exact same issue that Raven was. You know, DC Comics. Really? DC Comics number 26, October of 1980. So both introduced in the same comic which I think is pretty cool. But they're interesting both at the same time in this episode. Yep. That's actually really cool. That's really cool. That's a good nod to, that's probably a really good nod to a lot of hardcore DC fans who watch yes. this. Like, great, perfect. So, yeah. Like, okay, it fits the timeline perfect. Okay, that's, this, this is just getting better for me. <laughs> Knowing these little backstory things, it is just getting better for me. Even this is pretty cool. In 2013, Starfire placed 21st on IGN's top 25 heroes of DC, which I think that's even, that's even better. On the top how many? She was placed number 21 of the top 25 heroes of DC Comics. 21 out, out of, of four, I mean, 21 of the, top 20, of the top 25 out of 486 comic probably. book heroes that we, hold, <laughs> that we don't even know about. Probably. Probably, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, cool. All right. So, this is a quick introduction to her. We are now back with Rachel and Dick Grayson. Yes, we are. <laughs> He's trying to still understand how she knows about the circus. She gives him a little bit of the info, tells him the story. He has a quick flashback back to the mansion. It doesn't really go anywhere. I'm guessing that throughout the season. Or the seasons, we're going to get multiple flashbacks that if you played the flashbacks together, it would tell the story. Pro- probably, yeah. I would agree we're not going to get it all. We're not going to get it all at one time. Which I'm fine which with. I, which I'm fine with, yeah. Leave a little bit of intrigue. Yeah. You know, if they don't go anywhere with it, like the Doctor in Episode 3. Of so, no, no, if they don't, no, no, no. This is, I'm going to make a different comparison now. I can't believe we're doing the Marvel comparisons in Star Wars. Yeah. Disney comparisons, but I'm going to jump on board here. In Boba Fett, the most interesting part of that story was the flashbacks when he was with the Tusken Raiders and everything else that was going on current day was hot garbage. Here, I don't really care all that much about the flashbacks. I only really care about one thing. They're a cool little insert, but for the most part, the most interesting thing about this show is current day events, which I love. Great. Perfect. Right. (laughs) The intrigue of where he... Kate, like how he got separate, how he separated from Batman. I do want to know. Yeah. Yes. I, if they dangle that carrot enough where it wets my whistle, where you're getting a little bit here and there, but they don't answer it right, right away. I'll be fine with, I'll be, yeah. fi- I'll be fine with that. Yeah. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, Ooh, I want to find out like, mm-hmm. Ooh, this is mm-hmm. interesting. With HBO, I will say from what I've seen so far, other shows they do a really good job with that so um she tells rachel tells um grayson you need to lock me up and not leave me alone wild here we are again lock me up put me in a jail cell by myself wild wild i've never i'm sure it's happened i've never seen like superhero characters 
or like mutants willingly want to be locked up like Gene <laughs> uh, Grey went that way for a little bit Phoenix not lock me up but stay away from me yeah stay away from me stay away from me I'm bad yeah, I understand that but it's not like Gene Grey was going around saying lock me in a cell you know even when you go through in the show in the comic in the movies when she finally finds out that Xavier is basically toying with her head, she's never happy about it. So, I mean, she she's, not, she's not for that. I, what I'm saying is, like, we have a hero here who's terrified of herself, and she's actively saying, lock me up. I, okay. Right. <laughs> Great. She's like, there is something evil inside of me. Grayson then gets up and walks away. Why? Uh, to your point, I want to know why. Aside from plot uh, reasons, I want that's the o- that's my only explanation is they had to somehow get her out, get him out of the room so that the other cop could come in and do what he needs yeah, to do. Yeah, it's plot. It's plot. it's plot. Um, Grayson's outside, talks to his partner a little bit, tells her a little bit why he left Gotham. We've already gone over this because. Um, his old partner used his fits to change things, and he was a hero to everyone. He's not using. He was a hero to everyone, including me. He and I'm becoming too much like him. Basically, I am becoming Batman, and I don't want to be. Okay, it's super on the nose without being directly on the nose. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just say Batman. Just say his name. Well, I but mean, he can't. He can't. can't. He can't. He can't come out and say, "Oh, by the way, I'm Robin." You know, my the funny old- <laughs> thing is, he's saying this as he's watching clips of him being Robin on TV, With like the subtitles saying, "Like the governor or whatever, go home." You know, like very anti-vigilanteism. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like I don't want to be that guy. But I'm watching myself be that guy on TV. You're that um, guy, buddy. Sorry. You're that guy. Um, he tells him, oh, she's like, oh, so you're not, I'm going to use the word jerk. She used a different word. So she's like, so you're not one, huh? And he's like, what? She's like, you're not a jerk. <laughs> I, yes, your secret's safe with me, she says. Okay. I haven't watched six episodes in. All I can think of is here, this is the true start of a relationship in a TV show. Maybe. These two are going to connect. These two are going to connect. We'll see what happens. This one is obvious. We'll see what happens. Now, the difference here is these are the good guys. <laughs> Even though she wants to promote herself in the career, they are the good guys. This could happen. It cannot happen in Andor because they are the bad guys. <laughs> well, listen, we're not here to we're not here to argue this, but I will say there's a really big problem with this would be relationship. He got a big secret that she can't know about. Otherwise, it, it, what's going to happen? Well, what is Mama's boy? Mama's boy doesn't I mean, have a that, secret. Yes, he does. No, I, he live doesn't. I live with mommy. I live with mommy. Do you think as soon as he tells her that, that she's going to be like, oh, yeah, now I want you? No, she's going to be like, we're done. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay. You're... That's how it's going to happen, too. It's going to ruin everything. <laughs> no, but this right here, this, 
for me at least, I haven't watched past. This is so on the nose for beginning of a relationship. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Which means it's gonna happen because you're six episodes in. Uh, no, they've no, at least no, 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 ah, no. So nothing's happened yet. No, <laughs> no kissy, kissy, no, no nothing. No kissy, kissy. Uh, I'm not gonna say that you're wrong. I'm not gonna say that it can't eventually happen because I think every look, listen, every story has to throw in a little bit of love interest here and there. Every every show, every movie does that. And for here, she's definitely a top contender for a would-be relationship. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's not possible. It's possible. No, I just. It's think- gonna be. It's gonna be Matthew Murdoch and Daredevil when he meets somebody, connects, and then he's done with them a week, two weeks later. Eh, I guess. I guess. That's, that's. I just don't. Given given what I've seen in this episode alone, I don't see this character letting anybody that close. Well, neither did Batman. Except for Bruce Wayne. But he never got that close. That's why in every movie he had a different love interest. Yeah, pretty much. He's just becoming Batman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> sure. That I will agree with. That That's definitely uh, um, possible. Right. At this point, Rachel gets... A cop comes into the interrogation room, takes Rachel. They're escorting her out. I asked in my notes, is he a real one or is he a, is he a fake cop or a real cop? I think he's a paid. Co- I think he's paid off. Real cop who's been paid off because he takes a cop car. He's just he's in the pocket of would be. Sure. Mob boss. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could I could see that. So we don't know who the big bad is yet. Not yet. No. Um. Here is he a cop on the take? I don't know because. DC's done things like DC's done things like this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you no, you go. I said I was just gonna say DC's done done things like this before in Batman, in Joker, in whatever else, where they're really good about you know disguises. We've seen cops that aren't cops do things. I mean, we saw this through the Dark Knight trilogy where there was some people were cops, some of them weren't cops, some of them were mobbed up in Falcone and that whole thing. I mean, we don't have a Falcone, you know, type character here or like a, a, the mob boss yet. yet. Y- exactly. Yet. I'm, I'm sure that's going to be, you know, introduced. I'm sure I'm sure some element of mob will be introduced. It's, it's DC tropey through and through. So, yeah. Right. I'm, yeah. Well, he takes a cop car. Yes. <clears throat> Your first question is, how is Dick Grayson? I'm going to say Grace. I can't say Dick Grayson, just Grayson. How he's going to find him. He does a smart thing. He calls the station and says, basically put an APB out on this cop car. Mm-hmm. And they track the car. He mm-hmm. follows them. Oh, yeah. Perfect. It, that's why it makes me think he's a fake cop, because a real cop would know that. Yeah. This guy is just like, I'm pretending if I take a cop car, no one will think anything of it except for the fact that a smart cop would know that you can track these cars. So, go ahead. No, just something really stupid happens. <laughs> what? Keep going. I'll get to it. Um, she knows that something is up. She look it away, and then she he get she gets stabbed in the neck with a needle. She gets drugged up, and she's brought to this house and tied up. Yeah. Yep. Sure. 
What were you going to say? What's the stupid thing that happened? Keep going, because you haven't said it yet. You haven't... Well, it clips okay. over to... All right, all right. So we get, we, we get to the point We get to the point later where Grayson tracks down the cop car and he goes in, right? Now, we yep. know that there are there, there's the guy who's doing the torturing or interrogating from, from earlier who shot mommy in the back of the head, right? And yep. you have the cop standing guard with the car right yeah. there. Why wouldn't the cop just drop off Rachel and leave? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't it's, know. Just, it's just one of those things. It's like. No idea. Okay. Because reasons? Because reasons. Um, well, it kicks, it kicks back over to Corey Anders or Starfire is her name. Yeah, Starfire. Okay. Starfire. I, I, I'm, going by, I'm going by what I'm reading, par DC. I, I will say this, they haven't, I haven't heard them say the name Starfire on the show yet. Like, they're not talking about that. But they, Except for Robert, you don't have any names yet. No, no, no. You know she, we well, you know, know he's, you know he's Dick Grayson. You know she's Rachel. And you know this woman is, what, what was her name, Cora? Corey. Corey. Corey? Okay, and you know Corey. Corey. You know their, their, we know their real names. We don't know. Except for Robin, we know that Dick Grayson's Robin. We yes. we really don't know that. I the only reason why I know Rachel Roth is Raven is because she she's always been Raven. Yes, and I I know that character. Like the end of this show episode, we know that it is who it is. Mm-hmm. With this character though, I've never heard of her. Okay, I actually enjoy the fact that I've never heard of her, and yeah. to me, it's like ooh, this it's is new. like new blood for me. It's, it's yeah, new. it's new. Yeah. Even though it's 40 years old, it's still I new to care. me. I don't care. I don't care. It's new yeah. to me. It's new to me. And personally, I like going through shows like this because I like looking up all of the other characters. Like, where is this person from? What do they do? What are their powers? Like, I want to know the backstory from, like, a comic perspective. And right. if they introduce all of that onto the show, great. But as far as I'm concerned, this is all new to me. So I'm, I'm excited. Right. Well, Corey goes to this club because she's trying to figure out who she is. And all the last guy that she, um, hold on, did I skip part? Yeah, I skipped a whole part. Wow. So she was actually, we met Corey before. He goes into a hotel, blah, 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 blah. Oh, when she goes back to the hotel, she goes to the hotel room when we first meet her. And she has this guy locked up in a closet. We skipped this entire scene. There's yeah. so much that happens in this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. She talks to, she's talking to the lady at the front desk of the hotel. Something weird is obviously because she's like, Do you want what happened last night to happen again? Like, can I get this for you? Hint, yeah. hint, wink, wink. Like, um, what happened? What yeah, what happened? What happened? I think it's more interesting that she has the entire penthouse floor to herself. <laughs> entire penthouse floor. Guy is beaten and tied up and locked up in a closet. Yeah, he's not doing too good. He lets him out. Mm-hmm. They get into a fight. She knows mm-hmm. how to fight. Doesn't know yeah. how. She knows how to fight. Knocks him out. Goes over. Gets a little bit of information from him. Snaps his neck. Yeah. Sure. Great. So there's villain number two. Done. Dead. Done. It's over. Now, now she gets all the information. She goes back to the club. She's finding this guy who really knows her. To me, this was almost like the 
Not Falcone, but who's the guy below Falcone in the Batman? Oh, um, my God. Well, it was... Not Penguin. I know who you're... I, uh... He's like that middleman guy. He's a, middle, he's a he's higher a up. He's a higher up, but he's not like top of the food chain. Yeah. He's still a big wig. But this guy knows who she is. You sleep in my bed. You come to my clubs. You do all this stuff. She's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who I am. My name is Jason Bourne. Like, I, <laughs> I woke up in a car. These two guys right here were chasing me. Yep. He shoots her. I love before that, before he shoots her, I love the line of dialogue here where she's like, I loved you. And she just smiles and says, I don't think I did. <laughs> it's I just think perfect. I did. <laughs> it's awesome. She's like, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> I didn't love you at all. Yeah. She sh so, and then he shoots her. And he shoots oh, her and she absorbs baby. the bullet. Yes. And you see her eyes glow green, her hair, she just all of a sudden flames and she fries everybody in the, and it just inflames the room. Yes. Things are on fire. These guys <laughs> are like, like. They're ash. They're, and they just crumble. They crumble. They are ash. It's amazing. She has no clue how. Nope. It's just a reflex. This has to be just a reflex. Well, she absorbed the bullet. <laughs> like, she absorbed it. Yes. I'm like, what just happened? So I'm curious about her power. I'm curious about her power. Is it like, um, oh, what's his name in, uh, in first class who was able to absorb the energy and then project it outward? I know who you're talking about. Kevin I Bacon. Kevin Bacon's character in first class. I, I I don't know. I don't know much about this character. Neither do I. But we saw her. We, we, I'm, I'm just guessing. She's like, just by flame. She, but she absorbed the bullet, and I'm guessing can she just uh, like absorb whatever energy is like available, and she just like shoots it right back at him in the form of a flame. I'm, because I'm that's probably gonna cool. do some research because I don't know. I don't. But, I don't know either. I want to. You like, know what though? I want to learn more about the powers from the show. I don't want to do a whole bunch of research like that. I want to be surprised. That's why I'm kind of yeah. speculating right now. That but would right be now, a really, it's a really cool power because it was really cool the way Kevin Bacon used it in first class. This is on a I whole like nother level. I like this better. I like this a lot better too. This is on a whole nother level. I, this was I fantastic. Think we will, I think we're going to learn about it as she learns about it. Yeah, absolutely. Which, I, which I'm fine with. Yes. What I will say, and I'm, I, I think it's really cool. The The color of her eyes. Yeah. The color of her hair. Yeah. With her dark skin. Perfect. She's, she looks fabulous. It looks <laughs> she looks amazing. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it fits. And the, just the 19, way that... Her 1990s, like, bedazzled dresses, you're like, but for ah. her, it works. The disco music no. that goes along with her whenever she's walking around. <laughs> it works. It really does. It works so well. Oh, man. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. And it, you know what else I love about this, too? It's just HBO, big budget, the special effects 
like when her eyes and her hair changes and she just like has this hue and glow when she's like frying these guys with fire looks amazing. <laughs> it yeah. looks amazing. I love it. Uh, oh my god. I do think it's kind of funny that, you know, the desk behind the guy didn't burn, but fine. Yeah, very 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 <laughs> gothica. Very gothica kind of, yeah. <laughs> Like, here's a bunch of fire, but the desk is going to be perfectly fine. Okay. You did see some flames on some stuff on the yeah, side. Yeah, but, but just conveniently, the papers that she was looking for didn't burn up. Exactly. <laughs> like, she's able Whatever. to find her next clue. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I don't care. We, we, we're back over with Rachel. She's tied up to a chair. Okay. So, we're, we're approaching the end of this right now. She's tied up to a chair. Mm-hmm. The guy who shot her mom is in her face. Mm-hmm. Tell me this. Tell me that. Give me this information. We don't know what information that she has that he's looking for. We don't get fully into it. Like, we don't have time because what happens? What happens? We eclipse over to this cop, like you were saying, is just keeping guard. Grayson comes in. Chokes him from behind, takes him out. Yep. He's done. Yeah, so, over. All, all over. All over. Has to be a fake cop because if it was a real cop, there'd be a lot of paperwork that he has to deal with later on. And I'm pretty sure that we don't see that <laughs> no, later we don't on. Have time for that. Right. Um, let me see here. All of a sudden. I, how do I? All of a sudden, she's her hands and legs are tied up to this chair. All of a sudden, she becomes Raven. Yes. But she becomes Raven as like dust almost and yeah. goes into this guy's body. Yep. And she like inhabits this guy's body. And he starts convulsing. He's throwing up blood. It's was it even blood? It was it was too black and like very dark to be like blood. I don't know what it was that was coming out of his mouth. I have no I idea. Know, it, Grayson's watching this from behind the door and the glass, a knife the, goes yeah. through it. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's sickening. It's intense though. You're like, what is going And then all of a sudden he falls down dead yes. and she's She's back in the chair. She's tied up and he comes and Grayson comes walking in and you're like, he's like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I watched the episode and I don't even fully know what happened yet. Uh, like uh, I'm intrigued. I am really, really, really intrigued. So Raven, I love the, I love the effect how Raven gets out of the chair. Rachel is still tied up. Raven goes inside this guy's mouth and just, just, he looks straight up and just this dark matter, blood, black sludge comes flying out of his mouth and just falls dead. I love, I love Grayson's reaction on the other side of the door because he's like us in that moment. Like we watched it and we're trying to figure out what happened. He's not watching it, but like watching like the aftermath. He, we're all wondering what just happened. What just happened? What just happened? I love his reaction. It's priceless. This was fantastic. <laughs> like this isn't this is an epic death if I've ever seen one. This was awesome. 
We're only in episode one, my I friend. I know. It's so cool. It's so the cool. The fact that you're... I got to catch up. See, I, I, I was thinking about... Like I, st- I watched the first two minutes of episode two, and I was like, no. For me personally, I, I don't want to... Like, if we're doing this week to week, I don't want to know what happens. That's fine. Like, I'm taking this as it goes. Like, I'm watching this TV show, Chuck, on the side. I'll continue to watch that for my free time. Mm-hmm. Um, this... Even though it's been out for four years, I'm kind of going on as if it was brand new because I yeah, haven't seen fine. it yet. That's fine. Um, so taking my time with it. Um, well, Grayson and Rachel are driving away in his Porsche. In his Porsche. No, no let, me, let me take that back. In Bruce Wayne's Porsche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she states out, my mom was wrong. She said there was no such thing as monsters. Basically, there is. Yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, go over. No. We're brought to an electronics store with all the stores locked up. TVs are all on, which I worked at Best Buy for years. None of Mm -hmm. this actually happened. They turn all the TVs off. You have this sleazy security guard playing something on PS3. Yeah. Some... And the game doesn't even fit PS3 standards. Like I, the game that he's playing is so it's like Atari. It's probably for Nintendo. Yeah. It's just yeah. really plays on PS3. He sees all. He hears this loud noise. He starts searching around. He sees this video game section knocked over. And then he sees a tiger in the store. And I will say this: I, as soon as I saw the tiger, I knew exactly. Excuse me, who it was, because I know this character. The tiger, he's scared. He takes off. He leaves the store. He goes out into the woods, and he turns back into a boy. This is Beast Boy. This is Beast Boy. Another character. This is yeah. Beast Boy. And he has this new video game, <laughs> and he runs off. <laughs> this right here, I'm sorry. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. <laughs> No one's going after the, no one's going to be looking for him. No. Ever. No. The security guard. What happened? A tiger robbed the store. Okay. <laughs> sure. You're fired. Like what? I'd be asking some questions. How much did you have to drink? Are you on any drugs? You're fired. Like a tiger robbed the store. <laughs> what? I love the security guard's face too. He has no idea what to make of it. It's amazing. The tiger's not attacking him because nope. he knows. The tiger just wants the game. He just wants the game. It's awesome. It is awesome. Imagine so, having that. St- what happened last night? Well, I was playing video games. I heard this loud noise. And a tiger took a video game. So Okay. It's, it's, it's sure. fantastic. It's fantastic. So a little backstory on Beast Boy that I'm seeing here. His first character, the Beast Boy, was introduced in a comic called The Doom Patrol, issue number 99, November of 1965, and then as the Changeling in, again, DC Comics Presents number 26, October 1980. This is another character that was introduced in the same comic as, as, as Raven and as Starfire. I think that's, that's so cool that they're introducing characters like this. It's fantastic. At the same time. At the same time. It's and I love that it. I love that it was a quick little. Yeah. We don't fully know who. Like we know who it is, but we don't know who it is. Right. 
it was enough to wet your whistle and you're like, ooh. I love what I love too. This is kind of it's weird, but it makes sense. There's a lot of times when you see people who are they change. Mm-hmm. Hulk. Yeah. Have to wear pants that when he hulks out, when he comes back, he's still wearing pants. Yeah. They're stretchy pants. When this guy changes, when he comes back, he's stark naked. <laughs> he's very every naked. Time. I love it. I, I, I appreciate that in the sense of when he comes back, he's not in clothes because the tiger would be wearing clothes. <laughs> be kind so of funny I if he was. Be kind of, but he left his clothes in the woods and yeah. he went back to where his clothes were and he yes. was right there. Yes. I'm fine with that. Fine with that. All he for steals a video the game. game. <laughs> yep. Steals. Well, he's a kid. He's a teenager. Yes. What would you do if you were a teenager and you had this ability? I would steal video games. <laughs> I would steal video games. <laughs> what yes. video games? Yes. Metal Gear. Yes. <laughs> I love the way that this ended. I when I when no, I yeah, finished when fantastic. I when I finished watching this episode, I was like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic! I have to know more." And then I just time escaped me, and I realized I was like six episodes in. I was like, "Okay, I got to stop." But it was I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this. And I still am enjoying it. I think this this is fantastic. What I what I love is we are over an hour and a half into this conversation with two of us. Yeah. We do hour long conversations with three of us on Mandalorian. Well, we have somebody hurry up, hurry up, come on, let's go. I'm not naming any names. <laughs> you and I did an episode of Mandalorian that lasted twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't foresee that happening here. I, there no. was so much content, so much meat, so much like, wow, in there's, this episode that you're like, there was the right amount of intrigue, the right amount of fighting, the right amount of this, the right amount of that. Um, I do appreciate not a lot of comedy. Yeah, I'm with you. I like that. So do I. It, it's set, that's one of the big things that separates DC from Marvel. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it's it's a serious superhero movie, TV show, versus yeah. like a goofy, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And even when there is comedic elements, it, 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 it fits the situation. It fits the character. Beast Boy showing up to steal a video game introduces the character in a really, really interesting way, and it's funny. It serves both purposes. I think this is it's 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 some of the best ways to use comedy. It has to apply to something, and the right. way that it was the way that it was done here, I thought was amazing. I thought it was. It's great. not just funny because we're trying to be. Funny. Yeah, it's not you know funny I mean? because oh, here's the joke that we have to write here, and you know. You to your point, no. it's not it's not checking off a box. It just happens right. to fit. Yes, so. I agree with you. Yeah, but thank Overall, you so much for for recommending that we do this. This is this is a I great idea. This, I recommended it blind. I was like, hey, let's take a shot at DC. For no a while. problem at all. Not not mad at this at all. This is great. Let's keep going I'm, with this. I'm I'm, I'm I, I need to get Disney like out of my mouth. Like yeah. it's such a bad taste it's right now. It's a really bad taste. I agree. What they did with season three of Mandalorian, <laughs> what they did with Boba Fett, what they've done with MCU. I mean, you have Miss Marvel, you have <laughs> She Hulk. Like I didn't even watch She Hulk, and I'm so glad I didn't watch She Hulk. I, I I'm not missing anything. Right. 
But it's like She-Hulk, if you want to introduce her, introduce her for five seconds in a movie and then let her go away. Yeah. She doesn't need a whole mini series. No. No. Done. But whatever. Anyways. Oh. I think the I'm, love fest I'm, for this is over. I'm, what? <laughs> I think the love fest for this is coming to an end. Otherwise, we're what, just going to sit Marvel? around. Otherwise, we're just going to sit around and talk about how much we love it over and over and over again. But no, I, this is. Oh, but th- you mean the love fest for this, sh- for this show? Yeah, this is, this is, this is awesome. I love it. I think it's great. I yeah. I have no complaints yet. None. None. It's not it's uh, not for the couple that I brought up about Bruce, but that's you know, neither here nor there. I I'll I'll take it. I'll take you it. You know what though? It's a it's an it's an issue to a degree, but I can also see why it's expected. I think it's always just gonna be an issue anytime you bring up Robin. It's gonna whether it's this show or any other show, it's gonna be where's Batman because it's Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they were doing Green Arrow like this and they're like Batman this and Bat okay, why are you doing that? <laughs> In universe, yes. We don't need to do it. Right. But the fact that whenever there was Batman, there was always or no, sorry, whenever there was Robin, there was always Batman. You know what will make me nope out real hard with a show like this? And I'm sorry I have to say this to you. I don't want any references to Superman at all. Neither do I. I don't Neither want do to I. hear about Clark. I don't want to hear about Metropolis. I don't want to hear about Zod or Doomsday. None of it. Keep it away from this. I Because they could very easily, I could see them very easily doing it. Oh, there are a bunch of people with superpowers you know, and Batman is just a guy. We need something else to come along. Oh my God, it's Superman. Like I could see that kind of, ha- I don't want it to happen though. I wanted to keep it to these core characters. Keep the alien away. Just, that's just me personally. Yes. If they did a quick cameo of just mentioning his name and it came in and came out and that was it. Yeah. Like, Hey, this is like, you like, not even like in the background, like, like you're like they're watching a TV and the TV has a news on from Metropolis and you hear a quick thing about Superman and that's it. I'll be I'm okay fine with, with something like that. Something really small. It'd be, if it's like, if it's right there for everyone to see though, like what they're doing with Batman in this, then I'd have a hard time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I'm with you. This is also way too dark for Superman. Okay. Okay. This is more this is more anti-hero. Yeah, okay. I agree. I like that. Even though they, even though they're all heroes. Yeah. It has an anti-hero feel. It does. I like that though. I love it. I like that. So I, I, I'm totally in love with the show already and I want yep. I can't wait to watch more. And there's a part of me that's like, I just want to go through the whole season and then have and then <laughs> I, I I'm actually I'm actually enjoying just doing the once a week. No, keep forcing going with myself it then. That's, if that. that's how you if that's how you enjoy watching this and that's how you want to do it. Because you're the one doing the notes for this. Now that now that right. Lee or I are, so it's it's on you. If you wanna do whatever makes you feel good, man. Go for it. Well, there's a part of it's like I just want to watch I could watch this in like three days. <laughs> yeah, I, right. It's only it's only like ten or eleven episodes. But they are decently long. They're yes. fifty minutes each. Yeah. They're good. And they're a long 50 minutes. They're not quick 50 minutes. They jam pack a lot into each episode too. That I will give away. So, they don't, they don't like ease up off that at all. They jam pack a lot into everything. Good. It's really good like that. It's good. really good like that. It doesn't mess with the good. pacing either, which is surprising. 
Like a lot, like even, even when I was done with this, I was like, wow, there was a lot in that episode. Okay. I'm going to jump to episode two. I was expecting it to be like, all right, let's, you know, ease up a little bit. You introduced everybody. It, it still full throttles like straight through. And I'm Mm. like, okay, this is this kind of show. I'm, I'm all on board. I am all on board. All right. This is actually giving me a similar feel and a similar taste to Breaking Bad, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good for you. I'm glad you found it. For me. For me. <laughs> like, there's a lot in this. It's great writing. It's great. Yes. yes. It's great. Of um, the, the shooting of the show is great. Every, every part of it. I really don't have a bad thing to say about it yet. So. Nope. Okay. So, but with that being said, I could go on, but I'm going to stop. And... Yeah. Good you know, idea. We got one more thing to record, and it's already ten thirty. So yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like we we oh, spent a wow. we spent a good two hours talking about one episode of Titans. So this is it, we're 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 pushing it right now. But it's just it goes to show that this is this is fantastic. I this is fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait to continue. I can't wait for you to watch the next episode. And yeah, next week we'll be back with another yeah. one of these. We'll be here. All, All right, right, guys. Have a great one and enjoy your day. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.